Hello and welcome to another episode of Adam and Chris's 60 Minute Speedrun. I'm Chris and as always I'm joined by my lovely friend, it's Mr Adam Parry. Hello. Hello Christopher. <laughs> you know doing that just to stress me out. Stop it! What? Anyway, how are you? I kind of just thought I'd waste waste twenty seconds because time. You know, we've got plenty of it. Fuck it. <laughs> well, yes, as um, as the name implies. So uh, this is a video game show where we talk about obviously what we've been playing, and also have a little retro corner uh, where we chat about a game from our childhood. Uh, but we do it all in in an hour, sixty minutes, guaranteed. That's it. If we if we uh, run out of time, that's it. It's done. It's you know, I'll always say that this show will be sixty minutes long. I'm not going to compromise on that. I think that's that's it's it's USP, isn't it? Yeah, I, I am looking forward for the day when when the alarm goes off mid sentence and that's it. Yes. Well. Um, anyway, I just I realised I forgot to start it at the beginning, so um, we've probably <laughs> got slightly less time than the time has shown me. So uh, yes, anyway, I'll get on with it. Oh, but God, uh, before we do, uh, and I don't want to leave it till the end because I don't want to rush this because it's not fair to do that. But uh, Dave sent me a message um i think it was last week saying uh, there's a new review on uh, podcast addict uh, and i was like oh well, great okay i know i know you can leave reviews on podcast addict it's uh, if you use that as your podcatcher of choice or whatever the thing is i do i quite like it it's you know um i used to use itunes but i don't have an iphone anymore so um Anyway, so uh, he said, oh, there's a, a new review on there, uh, which is dated January the 14th. And I was like, oh, brilliant. OK. And uh, the thing is, I don't know who this person is because the name who has left the reviewer or the, you know, the, the handle, whatever, it, it doesn't make any sense. It might make sense to you. I don't know. But it is um, <laughs> Fla- yeah. Flan yeah, MJF. Say again. Flan MJF. So Michael J. Flan. I have no idea, but that's that's the name on the uh, on the review, and it basically says uh, previously same coin ABC Gaming listener enjoyed this nice format. So he, he must be referring to the this show, the latest show that we're doing, because uh, obviously the other two are about video games. So uh, whoever you are, and Dave did put a, a message out on Twitter uh, saying you know thank you, and if you want to come forward and tell us your, your real name, then we can you know give you a proper shout out uh but if you are listening to this episode so thank you very much let us know send uh, a message i do check twitter occasionally so uh, at dastardly jabby uh or uh, at 60 mw podcast um just let us know be good to shout you out properly but thank you very much um i also did have a couple of other people say that they enjoyed the show and that was wayne and um tom uh they basically both said to me and i didn't say to them oh you've got to check out the, our new show whatever they did on their own off their own backs kind of thing oh, so did, did they really they'd have their tongues up your sphinx are given half a second <laughs> so and thank thank you for the for, for to the one thanks we, we got one person to listen so that's always good yeah and i've just realized the... that i've set my timer at 59 hours 56 minutes and 40 oh, for god's sake man <laughs> you had one job <laughs> Anyway, I can still work on it because obviously the the the, top, you know, the 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 minutes are still getting down. So anyway, all right. So thank you very well much. Well done. <laughs> um, right. So um, I suppose let's should we get onto what we've been playing then? Uh, yes. Over the past month or so since our last episode. Uh, so it's been a month. I think you you had quite a few interesting games last time. Um, Did I? So I'm going to go first. Okay. Yes, you go first. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I, last episode I mentioned that I was. Uh, replaying the, or say replaying, playing The Witcher again, The, the Witcher mm-hmm. Three. Uh, so now I am just shy of fifty hours into it, uh, and uh, I am now just short of the point where I was when I stopped playing it about seven years ago. Can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> it's a bit mad, isn't it? Um, so actually, I checked my achievements uh, or trophies on the because the PlayStation Four version has the same trophies, but they are in a separate file. If you know what I mean, so right, they don't follow okay. over. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you sort of earn them again. Yes, pretty much. And I thought, mm. so I was looking at them, and, and it was 2016 uh, when I uh, I think I got lots of tro- a few trophies 
on the PlayStation 4 version. So still a long time ago. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm at uh, the point now where I, I'm in Skellige, which is the the third location. You've got Velen, Novigrad, uh, and sort of like those, those main areas. So, um, and it's it's really good. Um, I'm glad to be in a new place. Um, you got to Skellige, so you know... Uh, you, yes, you know that the, the area it is. It's just a nice, different location. It's obviously yeah. I don't think I got that used to Skelliger, right? Because it, it, and there are a lot more up and up and downy bits, or like <laughs> what do they call it? Mountains when things are higher, hills, mountains. But it's um, altitude. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more altitude, and I, I, I'm I could be completely wrong because it's a long time ago, and you know, brains, etc. I'm sure there was like certain paths in that where I was thinking, oh, I'll just nip across. You know, like you sometimes yeah. cut across things. You tell that you can't cut across things because everything's way higher. Yes. And that started to baffle me. And I think I was, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't used to playing games for that long, I think. Yeah, you are right. It is very hilly and it's not as easy to get around. Uh, it's, it's, you know, obviously there are hills and stuff like that in Novigrad and Velen, but it's pretty much, you know, the only obstacle you face, I suppose, are stretches of water. Um, but yeah. this is very much islands, and so there are islands that you do need a boat to get to because you know it would take oh, you ages to swim boats. there. I, for- I forgot about the boats. Yeah, yeah, get little boats to to sort of, and they can get damaged as well by drowners or other fucking monsters, and you know, so you end up swimming. But um, yeah, so I, I'm at that stage now. Um, I don't know if you remember very much about the. I'm not going to talk too much about the witch because I spoke about it last time. But the mm-hmm. the quest line that where you get to Novigrad and you know you kind of discovering stuff. You're trying to find out where Siri is, um, and yeah. you, it's the dandelion quest line where he's gone missing, and you have to try and find out where he is. And you know, there's lots of things going on. Uh, is he the singing fella? Yeah, he's the bard. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I got to that bit. Oh, okay. Because I because I. I I, I seem to remember I was really was just like rinsing all the little tiny little side things. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a quest I had to explore something maybe about Yennefer or I was searching. A, or it might have just been searching the site for Siri, evidence of Siri or something like that. But um, yeah. like if I was there for like, I say I was in Skellige for about seven or eight hours. I didn't even touch the main quest. I was just doing all the side things. Oh, so I think really? I just probably okay. got the balance wrong at the time because it, it then ended up being right at the opposite corner of the ma- uh, map yeah. of Skelliger, uh, wherever I was, and I hadn't travelled up to that bit yet, so, so I actually physically had to go then. And I, I still think the main reason I stopped was the uh, inventory on the PlayStation Four. Um, mine was chugging like fuck because I don't think I'd ever sold a single thing. <laughs> right. So yeah. pretty much everything I'd ever picked up in about sixty-five, seventy odd hours of gameplay was all in my chest. Mm. And then opening that fucker and actually trying to arrange stuff or get some stuff to get rid of it was so bloody slow yeah. that I didn't, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I think I just cocked it up a bit. Oh no, I didn't cock it up. The hardware cocked me up. Yeah, it's it's a lot quicker now. But I mean, I'm I, in terms of my inventory and stuff like that. I I, re- I don't ever store anything in my little trunk, you know, my my case or whatever. I tend yeah. to just keep the best st- sword, the best armor. And then if I find something better or if, you know, I'll go treasure hunting and find a new sword or whatever, I'll keep that. I'll only ever keep stuff if I need to get to a certain level to use it, if you know what I mean. And then I'll just sell the rest because, you know. I'm crap. In open in open world games, I'm a f- terrible hoarder of things. Right. I'm a terrible hoarder of things and I refuse to spend money. <laughs> okay. So... In my mind, like any game, like any game like this, or say a Grand Theft Auto or something, it's like I set an arbitrary amount that I refuse to go below. Mm. But then the more I get, the higher that amount gets. So if I'm playing like Grand Theft Auto, it's like, uh, well, I I absolutely refuse to go below below fifty thousand dollars in my account. Yeah. Even though it would come in very useful to buy things, <laughs> and it's like that in every game. I refuse to go. It's like. I'm not going to take that with me because I want to make sure I've got three of those stashed away somewhere. Yeah, and I'll never use them; they'll just sit there for the entire game. And I don't. I think it's the. Re- I think I, some open world games I still play, like um, like the first time you play a Resident Evil game. Uh, and, yeah. yeah, inventory management. You're worried that you're never going to get it. Something in the back of my head's worried that 
even though I've got 60 hours of gameplay left, I might never find one of them again, so I won't get rid of it. But if I do find more, I'll just make sure I've got 20 of them mm. for some reason. It's uh, I shoot myself in the, my own feet. Yeah. So if you do sell things like swords to uh, a merchant, and or if you you know, if you want to buy it back, generally it's just in that you know you can buy it back off them. But also there's a banker in Novigrad, so you can get a loan. Actually, <laughs> you get a loan off him, which I refuse as to if, do. As if I'm going to owe anyone any money yeah, in that game. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so. I'm just shy of the point where... So anyway, going back to... Um, so I wasn't really fast-travelling too much last time, you know, last time I've talked about it. But yeah. I do, I am fast-travelling, but I am... You know, if it's in a relatively... You know, say if it's a thousand... Let's say a thousand metres away or, or whatever, as it pops yeah. up on the screen, I'll just get on my horse and I'll... I'll you know, I was going to say I'll drive there. Uh, I'll, I'll ride there. <laughs> um, but the, the Dandelion Quest line, it... I must admit, I, I, and I wasn't skipping conversation, conversation, conversation pieces either. But I found that I was. I find him quite annoying, and I, he's quite mm. an annoying character. But I think he's kind of like a bit of a lovable, annoying character, um, if you know what I mean. But I'm not going to talk too much about it because if you haven't done it, so it's interesting that you went straight to Skellige because I pretty much exhausted everything you could do until there was no quests. Uh, that you know, I did everything sort of like in Novigrad, Velen, all the wi- oh, no, all the witch- I, I, I didn't go straight to Skellige. It was just when I was in Skellige. Like I said, I was probably seventy odd hours in. Uh, okay, so it wasn't. I didn't just you know, I didn't half ass my way through the rest of the game. I did a lot. There might have been a couple of bits and bobs that I'd either tried and died or something, but I didn't leave. I didn't leave much behind on the way on the way to Skellige. Uh, okay, fair enough. Well, anyway, so I'm. I did skip through some of the conversation bits. Um, but the, again, like the great thing about it, I'm not going to spoil it or anything but like that. You know, you'll be doing a quest line and then all it'll just take a strange turn. And there was, you know, a quest where you end up kind of, it's a bit like Seven and you've got a serial killer and you have to figure out who the murderer is and he's murdering people in all sorts of horrible ways and leaving notes for you, almost taunting you. And um, that's cool, all cool. And then there's just funny stuff that ha- randomly happens again so you can do like um horse races and you can get different bits and pieces for your horse like new saddles and stuff like that um and so you're doing that but like you're talking to the the bloke uh and he's going oh oh i'm, tr- I'm trying to th- i can't even do the accent but i'm trying to do something <laughs> like, oh if you win the race you'll be the, the the talk of the town if you lose you'll be a cunt and that's <laughs> That's exactly what he says. You know, it's like, it's that kind of just language. And the other thing I like about it is that a lot of the people in the game, they sound like they're from either the Black Country or, or the West Midlands, which I think the Bloody Baron sounds like he's from Dudley, um, <laughs> which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, so I am uh, enjoying it. Um, determined to finish it. Obviously, you know, uh, I'm not going to stop at this point, and I'm I'm only I'm playing one other game, um, which is uh, totally separate. I'm not playing any story related games because I don't want to whilst I'm I'm doing this. Cause yeah, I, fair enough. I don't want it to sort of throw me off. But um, so yeah, um, it's brilliant. It really is still fantastic. So um, yeah, but the game that I am playing, uh, have you heard of the finals? Oh, I've heard of it. But that's as far as it goes. Okay, so I hadn't, but apparently this was announced at the um, the game awards last year towards Ooh, the, the tail end the last Jeffs. year. Hmm? Is, is it the Jeffs? That's is right. That the Jeffs? Yeah, Jeff Keighley. Yes. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I didn't know anything about this until I think it was towards the end of last year, or or probably might have been January actually, and. Um, uh, Wayne and uh, Pete said, oh, you know, should we try the finals? And I was like, what the fuck's that? Um, anyway, and the, the reason I think it went under my radar is because I don't watch the Game Awards generally anyway. But also, it's a free-to-play first-person shooter, which kind of puts oh, me Right off. up my street. No, it's not really. No. <laughs> uh, it's it, and, and I wouldn't have touched this with the barge pole, particularly if I'd have just seen it on the store. And, you know, so, however, I've played about nine hours of it, uh, with uh, you know friends and it's it really is fantastic yeah um so it's kind of set in a it's a three-player team um, first person shooter the the people that made it are former dice um 
workers, you know, people who worked for DICE. So they did a lot of the, the battlefield. Um, battle- the, 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 better batter, ba- the better battlefields before it uh, went crap. Yeah, Bad Company, all the destructibility and all that sort of stuff that yeah. we enjoyed about the Bad Company games. And so um, it's a, a three-player um, sh- uh, shooter, although they have just patched it so that you can play single player now there aren't many modes in it but the mode that we tend to play is it's kind of the setting is uh it's a bit like a a futuristic kind of game show where you are fighting for money and you've got two announcers a male male and a female and they're kind of giving you uh, a, a commentary running commentary as the game plays out who's died who's living who's doing what etc so now all that works quite well and they're quite funny you know um the idea of the game is that uh, you have to get money. So you, it tells you where the money is in a little vault. And then so you go there, you open up, you carry it, and then you can take it to different points. So there's like f- three or four different points on the map. Which then, So once you've taken it to that point, you then have to defend defend it whilst the, the timer sort of ticks down. Uh, it's a bit like... Um, uh, domination, I suppose. If you you know if you ever played that on Call of Duty, that kind of mode. Where no. You... No. Okay. You have. So what, why does a timer count down? You have to you have to wait for the timer to count down. And but, but it... why? Uh, you what? Why? Why? So that's how you win. That's so you ha- you have to. Put... Wait, but but why is there a timer? You've got the money. Why is there a timer? So uh, you have to just wait for it to be processed by the bank. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> You got to wait for the admin fees. <laughs> yeah, so you have to just wait. Then, so you have to defend it, and so the, the you have to, three different classes. You've got a light, medium, and heavy, and they they are physically like the, the the name sort of implies. So your light character is small, and they are small on the map. So they are obviously harder to shoot. They run faster. Um, they but they don't have as much health. They have. The light characters have their own perks as well, so they can use either a grappling hook or you can buy different ones so they can, you know, kind of invisible like the Predator kind of thing. Then the medium is a good all-rounder, you know. Uh, they have different um, uh, abilities as well. You can be a healer or you can do other things. You can set up turrets and things like that. Uh, and then the, the heavy is a big dude, obviously very slow, um, you know, doesn't run as fast as the others, a bigger target, but he's your tank, you know, and he's yeah. got different abilities so you can uh, smash through walls and whatever. So the big, I suppose the most enjoyable aspect of the game is that the environments are pretty much fully destructible. So an example is you, you'll go into the bank to cash out, you know, and then you have to uh, wait for the timer and, and all that. Say it's on a roof and, you know, you've got a um, C4 charge or, if you know, you've got a rocket launcher or you've got a... You can pick up, you know, like the... Um, oh, God, like the... Uh, when you, the kind of... Like a torpedo, but it's a, a, a an air Bazooka? tank kind of thing. Bazooka? No, like, you know, like a, 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 an air tank where you, you've seen it in, in... An air tank? Oh, fuck me, I'm trying to explain it. Like, um... Go on. You hit the the top of it and it shoots off and it flies off kind of thing, you know, in different directions. Do you know what I'm trying to say? The You hit the what? You hit the top of it. it me. I, can't, I can't even describe a rogue it. Penis. Uh, it it but it basically uh I'm trying to think what the fucking thing is, but anyway. Um you th- you, f- you can throw those and they go off. It, they can sometimes go straight. Grenades. What? You throw it and it goes off. That's a grenade. No, it's stop it. We don't have time for this. It's, I don't know what you mean. So it's shaped like a torpedo. It's a tank, like a gas tank, a gas canister kind of thing. But you can, if you if you throw it, it will go off in different directions and it will blow up. A fire extinguisher. A, a bit like that, but it's like. A, Do you just mean like a like a compressed a air tank, like a scuba diving tank? Sort of, yes. But explosive. It's not, so it's not a legitimate weapon. It's a thing. It's a, yeah. It's explosive. You can pick it up. Right. Right. I think I'm with you. Now. So if you throw it right, and, and it can blow up the walls. So if you've got, say, your bank and it's on the roof, you could fire a rocket launcher at the roof, and it'll knock it down. Everything is pretty much fully destructible, and it's really f- good fun. And then you know when you're trying to steal something, and then say you know at the last second um, you end up stealing and winning the money, and then because you have to steal. You have to bank the money twice to win the round, basically. Um, so, you I know, your rounds why. are quite quick as well. They only last for about mm-hmm. 10, 10 minutes or so. That's good. So it's a very quick, 
um, fast-paced shooter. Um, it, like I said, it is free to play. There is a season pass, but the, sh- the season pass is basically pretty much like just cosmetic stuff, which I always find interesting and funny about first-person shooters when you can buy, say, a wacky suit or whatever, because you ain't going to fucking and see, you never it. see it. And <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any so, sense, does it? So, anyway, I have got an Elvis suit. So are, the, are the levels, like... It would make sense then if if a lot of stuff's destructible though. But are the do the levels have quite a lot of verticality? Yes. verticality to them. Yeah, yeah, lots of verticality. Yeah, uh, that make that makes sense sort of because otherwise, obviously, it just be well, it doesn't matter because you could if it were just like two story buildings, it wouldn't make any difference because everything's just going to end up flattened anyway. But if there's verticality and ways of traversing higher than the ground and whatnot, then but it's all destructible. Okay, all destructible. That. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of like, so yeah, there's zip lines. Like I said, you can get grappling hooks. You can, uh, you know, there's big jumping things. There's even like random things that happen. So like a zero gravity, um, you know, kind of thing. So your jumps like seems like you're jumping on the moon kind of thing and all that sort of stuff. It's it's really it's a really fun game. I did buy the season pass because it was like nine pounds. I thought, you know, <laughs> so I don't get it, but I bought it anyway. No, well, if I if it helps to support the developers or whatever, because they've made a really fun game, and I've played it for like nine hours, and I think is it, is it free to play? Oh, you said it's free to play, didn't you? Yeah, mm. free to play. So I just think to myself, well, you know, it, it's a it's a cool game. I've got nine hours worth of fun and and counting because I probably will carry on playing it. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's very cool. There are other modes, um, but we don't really play those so much. That's more of a traditional based on kills. So when you kill somebody, you get a bit of money. You still have to take it to like a. a, a bank point to cash it out and you if you get shot and they can steal your money kind of thing so and also they steal all the money that you've built up over time so but that's not as fun as the you know the kind of the main um main one so yeah i mean you could tell i don't play well i think only online shoots i played was a a local local area network party on uh counter-strike when i was young and bit of Left 4 Dead 2 and a bit of Gears of War 2 horde mode because I don't understand like why you'd have to grab the money and then take it somewhere imagine if that was real life like if you heard a noise downstairs you walked in and a burglar was just stood in your kitchen I know what the fuck are you doing because I picked up your telly but I've got to come and stand in the kitchen for five minutes mm. and after that I've got to go and stand in your porch for three minutes and then I can go and cash it into my <laughs> van that's waiting outside oh dear um yeah, it's not very realistic, is it? It's... <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fun. I can't imagine you're ever going to play it, but it's. Uh... You... I... No, you're right. If you've got if you've got two other friends, I definitely <laughs> <laughs> friends. <laughs> I haven't played the single player mode, so I don't know what that's like. But apparently, that is quite good fun too. But it, it's really good fun with a couple of other mates. So definitely check that one out. And that's it for me. Uh, those are my two games. That's all I've been playing since we've last spoken. So um, over to you. Uh, you. Like I said, you had quite a lot of games last time. Uh, I'm curious to know whether you've carried on with Alan Wake Two and Spider Man Two. I'd finished Spider-Man 2. I'd just been finished Spider-Man 2? F- yes. Oh, so okay. I haven't carried on with that because I consider it done. Excellent. Yes. Um, I have... Ca- right, well, I was carrying on with Alan Wake 2. I'm sure I lavished it with sort of superlatives last time, but with a hint of caution. I was going to say, you were gushing over the initial few hours, but then at the same time thinking this is going to let me down at some point. Yeah, well, anywho, I was playing it, and yes, I was enjoying it, etc. Um, and then uh, Becca told me that I need to play the game she bought me for my birthday. Okay. Which was? As a joke, well, she said, I thought I'd get you a game that's absolutely pointless, because I think sometimes you could probably just do with playing a game that's pointless. Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean? And I don't know. It would help you relax, because it's mind-numbing. Uh, lawnmower simulator. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that lasted five minutes. Mm. Um, Dave likes so those games. Really... Sorry? Dave likes those games. Dave needs to get a grip because it's <laughs> fucking terrible. I mean, th- th- to be to be fair, there is a backup coming on this one, which is tragic. But no, I put that on for five minutes. Uh, graphics are shit. The sound is awful. Um if you think about, like, it's supposed to be relaxing, but think about how annoying it would be to listen to a lawnmower, lawnmower nonstop. Mm. And the answer is very. Mm. Uh, and it's over. There's too many controls. 
for a fucking lawnmower. And yeah, I I grew insanely bored in the like demo test field or whatever the fuck it was around the edge of a car park or something. I thought I, I, I kind of get what she was going for. This is terrible. Mm. And she goes, well, you're not going to play it? And I was like, no, because it's shit. <laughs> Did you hurt her feelings? Oh, yeah. It's better to tell the truth. <laughs> I said, it's awful. I said, it's awful. You were enthusiastic about me playing this game. And you stopped watching after about 23 seconds and went and made a cup of tea. So I've gone five minutes. Yeah. So I've not done too bad. And I said, in any way, if I wanted a mind-numbing game where you just do repetitive things for no apparent reason... This fucking power wash simulator that I've heard's quite like that. That's just uh, came out on PlayStation Plus. Yes. So she goes, "We'll you'll have to show me that then." So I downloaded it, and then I played it, and then I spent fifty six fucking hours playing the <laughs> bloody thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. What I, the hell? So I, um, Pete spoke about Power Wash Simulator and, and it's got that sort of like, I suppose, well, this sounds perfect for you being an anal bastard, um, that you you get that nice little ding, don't you, whenever you clean something properly? Oh, yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And you get to bring a menu up and look at how many tiny parts the levels split into and how the percentage is on everything. And you can make it flash at you in case you've missed it. I... And it's not like, well, it's one of those. The first thing you clean's your own van, but your pressure washer's crap. Yeah. So it takes you a little while, but it's like a van, but all there is is like wheels, uh, doors, door handles, door mirrors, front and rear bumpers, the windows, and body, which encompasses everything. And as you carry, there is a story, believe it or not, but I skipped the story. Mm. So I can't really tell you about that. It's got something to do with fucking aliens and all sorts of weirdness going on. <laughs> but I don't know what that is because I wasn't watching. I was just playing the repetitiveness and uh, the idea is you do gradually bigger and bigger jobs and you earn money and you get to upgrade your power washer to more powerful variants um you've got different nozzles depending on what you need cleaning but i played you know like the narrower um not, not the right word but narrower trumpets of water uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah <laughs> remove dirt better uh, but I spent the entire game just playing the yellow nozzle, basically. I very rarely did anything else. Probably the wrong way of doing it, but I didn't find the wider ones of any use. And I found the the real thin jetty ones a bit annoying. So I'd rather just go over go over things two or three times to get them clean. But what starts off small gets ludicrous. Um, you've got... It's like a vehicle, then there's a place. And then often it's another vehicle, then a place. And it might like do two or three places and then another vehicle... Uh, it gets lo- it gets fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh, I like mean, thing is, I I was sitting there just going through it, doing it, getting the dings, making sure I've done everything. Because yeah. obviously you can't move on to the next level until it's a hundred percent. It turns out you've missed <laughs> on a like a whole carousel with fucking horses and everything. You've missed half a percent or one percent of the fucking poles that hold the horses up, and you go around it for twenty minutes going. Well, there's nothing fucking flashing orange at me, so what have I missed? And then you remember that you've got to turn the bloody thing on. And when the horses move down, it reveals a little centimetre of dirty pipe that you've got to clean. And then you get your ding, and then the level ends. And then you move on to something bigger. And you look at it and go, oh, fuck this, I'm not doing this. And then four hours later, when you're about halfway through the level, it's like, I'm getting somewhere now. And it just gets you for no reason. And you know it's silly. You know you're wasting your time. You know it's kind of tedious. But you just keep on going. And I think the last level, I think that alone probably took me, I'm going to hazard a guess at about eight and a half hours. Jesus. What, just one level with your spray gun? Yes. I mean, spoilers. If it's such a thing, it's a giant, it's called the Lost City and it's a giant pyramid uh, with, and I mean like giant with four, uh, with, sorry, with, yeah, two entrances per side. No, sorry, two entrances at the front, two entrances at the back, an ornate thing on top of it. And then you clean the outside of the pyramid and then you go inside the top floor and the top floor is bigger than some of the levels you did earlier. 
And then there's a bottom floor, which is even bigger. And it's fucking massive. Mm. And it takes you forever. But this, because it's the way my brain works, there's something quite pleasing when you stand back and go, ha, I've done the walls or something. <laughs> it's bit by bit by bit. In your head, you work out strategies and you work out how you want to complete the level. When I was doing the uh, underground metro station, I was sort of clean. I thought I'll clean the the bottom left hand quarter first, and I'll do the whole thing, and then I'll move on to the right. But then I changed my mind, and it's like right because it's a great big long level. I'm going to do it in strips, so I know I've got to do the the bottom row of bricks is a thing, and I'll do that on both sides. The rails are individual. The floor between the rails is individual. Then wherever there's like a join in different surface types, that's a thing as well. So you just start cleaning strips of it, and when you can look all the way up to the other end of the level and you can see a clean bit all going all the way up it's like right gotta clean the rest of it now and it just gets in your head and it fucks with you and you spend 56 hours playing the fucking thing <laughs> oh that's brilliant wow you've played that for longer yeah. than i played the witcher it's ridiculous mate it's it will be it will probably it will be in my top 10 games i've spent the longest amount of time on now and it's ridiculous Shit. fucking power wash simulator there's no music. It's just the dulcet tone of running water. Yeah. So I so. I did try this because uh, I was I was kind of tempted to buy it because, like I said, Pete talks about it and said it's it is quite a relaxing game and you know uh, so I, I I have tried it and I think maybe because I was a bit tired and I did the back I did the van and then there's the back garden isn't there you know the backyard yeah and I th- I was like oh, I can't do this I'm falling asleep while I'm doing this and it just kind of had the opposite effect on me I just. I felt like I need. I wanted to do something else, <laughs> but <laughs> oh no! I wanted that. I I was desperate for this game to finish, probably like five or six levels from the end, and I knew it was gonna. I knew they were getting progressively larger and more annoying, but no, I just kept on plugging away because I expe- I don't know what I expected. I expected nothing, and it's pretty much what I got. Mm. But so there's something there, and I couldn't. I couldn't. You know. Maybe it is the sound of water I find relaxing. I could live near a waterfall instead, mm. but no, instead I, play, I played Power Wash Simulator. So uh, did Becca watch you play this? Did she sort of find it amusing or did she play? She saw bits of it and said, oh, this is what the kind of thing of what I meant. And it'd be like, uh, I want to watch telly now. I was like, yeah, yeah, let me just do, let me just do the <laughs> fucking handrails on this skate park or whatever. <laughs> and then I'll be five minutes and I'm blatantly lying. And then an hour later, I get shouted at oh, there. because I'm still washing, individually washing every piece of apparatus on the skate park, then going onto the walls and then the tops of the walls and then the loop, the loop. And all you're left with then is the dirty floor. And it's like, oh, get rid of the dirty floor <laughs> and I'm finished then. Amazing. Um, you get different types of different types of dirt and that that take a more powerful jet to get rid of. Uh, grease is particularly annoying. You can buy <laughs> you can buy fluids to stick in a fluid nozzle. Uh, yeah, I only used it once, and it's right near the end of the game where you're cleaning a a UFO and a big circle thing. And there's so many little bloody bits on that. You think, oh, it's a UFO? It's a fucking disc. How many bits can there separate bits that can there be that you've got a hundred percent to make it go ding? Yeah, about fucking forty five of the sods. <laughs> and um, yeah, I used the used the spray gun, and actually just uh, annoyed me even more because I used the best. I had the best liquid for the best uh, power washer at the time, and you spray it all over the place. And you think, yeah, that's done the job. And then you press the right D pad, and it pings up all the dirt that's left behind. <laughs> and the problem is, it's left like leopard spots of dirt everywhere, which means you've got to go over the whole fucking thing anyway. Oh. So it, like, you you've made it made me think I'm going to get it done quick. And then you've robbed me of any satisfaction of getting lots of visible dirt away because you're all little smeary grease stains that you can barely see. <laughs> oh, God. Um, are you tempted to get any of the DLC? Because there's a Tomb Raider pack where you can... Uh, <coughs> I think... Uh, there's Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, I've stopped. To be honest, I've stopped at the main game. I think the Tomb Raider... I think Tomb Raider and Final Fantasy might be free. I think they're free, yeah, yeah. I think if you want SpongeBob SquarePants, Back to the Future, and there might be another one. I think they're paid for. Uh, I, yeah, but I have. A, as you unlock it, you get bonus missions that unlock as well. So there's about another 
12 levels or so that I haven't done. I've just done all the story ones and I think I've, I was done. I, I think I may, well, for the moment anyway, I've cured whatever it was that was ailing me to to think that spending 56 hours doing that was a reasonable allocation of my lifespan. <laughs> um, there's Power Wash Simulator VR for the Quest. Uh, uh, if you came out oh, to God, PSVR 2, would you be out. tempted? Uh, of course I'd be tempted. Of course I'd be in that. <laughs> and... If it comes out, you just need to remember me because it will be a tragic, it'll be a tragic time where I gradually disappear from the world. Yeah. So you'll put yeah. I put that on your uh, on your gravestone. You know, played fifty six hours of. <laughs> Can I have that fifty six hours back? <laughs> I don't regret it, but at the same time, I want it back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, there you go. That's pretty much all your gaming time then. I think, isn't it? Well, no, I, I have gone back to Alan Wake. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We were talking about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my fears are coming true. Oh, no. um, I'm not loving it. And, I, and I'm finding the story completely incomprehensible. I haven't got a fucking clue what's going on. Mm. And bear in mind, before before I started this, I watched a full story recap a couple of times of the first one. And it does pick up sort of from that. But I haven't got a bloody clue what's going on it's so confusing and in many ways so up its its own ass it's ludicrous mm. but there are still but there are flashes of excellence um it doesn't help that when you're playing as alan you, the main conceit is you can you can steal light and you you've got like a magic lamp for want of a better phrase right and you steal light out of a location and you can put it into another light that's flickering somewhere, and that can change the location. And then when you go into your headspace, because each character's got a headspace, if you find a certain location, you can alter that location by... This is where it gets confusing. I don't know if he's writing a novel in his head, or writing existence, or what. But say I'm looking at a train, and it's a point of interest. Alan will say something like, this is where the murder happened, when it all began, something, something, something. And you can go into the headboard and you can put the little post-it note on the picture of that location and change the time period of it. So you're traveling through time and reality, but you can mix different points with different parts of time in the same level to have different... It's it's quite confusing. Mm -hmm. And along with fucking with light and stuff as well, I... I feel like I'm sort of fudging my way through it. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm not a puzzly person. It's not certain types of puzzle anyway. And I, I, it's not that I'm struggling with it because I seem to be making reasonable progress, but I'm just finding it a bit grating. Um, okay. But there is a music-based level that I thought was a tremendous piece of uh, visualisation. Uh, and that is excellent. Okay. That was really, really, really well done. Highly unusual, highly odd. The whole game is fucking odd. I'm kind of enjoying it. But that thing, whatever it is, that that remedy thing, like I said, idea, great, execution, good. But there's always something missing for me, and, and I'm finding it a little bit of a slog. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it as much as I was or that I feel like I should be, and I think that's Half of it's probably down to my understanding of what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I think so. Um, there's a four-hour trial. Um, I think it's three or three or four hours anyway. If you're on PlayStation Plus for the, you know, that you can download. So I have downloaded it. Yeah. Because um, it's gone on sale again. It's like thirty-nine pound. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> there's no point me buying it while I'm playing The Witcher or anything else because I, you know, <laughs> no. It's that whole fear of missing out. I mean, fuck me, this game not going anywhere. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, oh, I could buy it. It could sit in, sit on my, you know, my dashboard. I can look at it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the same with RoboCop. I, I really fancy playing RoboCop because people have said that that's pretty good as well. Yeah. Uh, same it. But you know, it's like I, I don't know. You know, um, so determined not to buy it, but I will play the trial. But again, it's one of them where, again, just, you know, the teacher said you're easily distracted. It's no bloody, you know, surprise considering there's so much stuff being thrown at you. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to, I want to play Control anyway for it because I've still got that. And so I want to think I want to play that before I play Alan Wake 2. I don't know what it is. Like I said, I'm not thick. I might sound it, but I'm not a thickie. Mm. 
something about whatever they do with plots. You know, I get weirdness. I get abstract stuff. You know, I get films and television that's complicated. But for whatever reason, I find their fucking universe 57% impenetrable for my head. Mm. I don't know why. And it's annoying. Um, there was a bit of a musical thing in or uh, level in the first Alan Wake um that bit was it yeah sort of oh you... was it was it the, at the concert yeah yeah you know we having to set off yeah. you're being attacked and you're setting off fireworks and whatever and you've got a big yeah. PA system and whatever yeah the thingies of Asgard they, they're, they're back again yeah I quite enjoyed that but I quite like that it, song my as problem well, with, so. with that is in my head I get that level mixed up with the level in one of the Left 4 Dead games where you end at a concert oh uh, yeah I know which one you mean yeah I get mixed up in my I mean I shouldn't do because they're completely fucking different but it's like well they're the only two games I can think of where you play in a rock stadium yes uh, yeah yeah um, very good so uh, how far are you, would you say you're into Alamite 2 uh, probably about 12 hours okay so maybe about halfway uh, then possibly yeah I think it's supposed to be like somewhere between 18 21 hours or something like that it's 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 long enough yeah it's, it's long enough I think the the combat doesn't help because the combat's very much like Alan Wake the variety's not really there no and it's sort I don't know it's I never quite run out of stuff but I never again hoarder's instinct this is the problem I always think of god I've only got two flashlight batteries yet but I don't want to get rid of those two because I might need them. Of course you'll fucking need them. You're halfway through the game, you dickhead. <laughs> but I always want more. Um, I don't want to go below two, but the game's forcing me to. And it's like, fuck you, game. Mm, yeah. Very good. What, anything else? Uh, last thing is Buddy Simulator 1984. Okay. Not heard of this game at all. Have you not? Right. Well... You load it up and you're introduced to like a retro style 1980s OS, uh, like a text based menu system. And you have a have a mooch around that. And you um, the whole idea of it is that the it's it's a it's like a buddy or like an early AI. So you give it a name. You tell it your name. It asks you some questions and then it tells you to look in the ROMs. And there's a game there called The Adventure of Whoever, whatever name you put in. So you, uh, and this this AI starts to become obsessed with like it wants to. It only serves to be your best friend, hmm. and it and it loads up, and it's like a an old school um, like text adventure. So you know, go to well or go to shed, hmm. and there's a little section there where you've got to get to your house, and then you get there, and the AI. Uh, congratulates you on doing so and he's like ask constantly asking you know are you enjoying the game you know i've put a lot of effort into this i really hope you're enjoying it because all, all i want to do is things for you and then it turns into a black and white sort of black and white top down 2d role-playing game kind of mm. um i shan't spoil the plot or the mechanics because that that kind of spoils it as well but it's basically an adventure game where the game is being written by a thing you created that is insistent that it makes you happy, and um, but there's always there's always bugs and glitches in the game, and if you pay too much attention, then he gets upset. Uh, I say he because in mind he was called Troy. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, you can disobey him uh, when he suggests that you don't go down yet because it's. Don't go in that tunnel, it's not finished, or it's too dark, or I haven't quite finished coding down here, I'm not sure what's going to happen. And it can glitch out, and then when you glitch back into the game, it's like, oh, thank God you're back, I thought you'd quit on me, because uh, you were stood there for ages. So it's like you're jumping in and out of the game, and he comments when you're leaving the game to actually leave the game properly. And uh, when you reload it up, it's like, welcome back, oh, I've missed you for so long, something, something. And they start using some of the answers of the questions you gave early on. Get built into the game as characters or places or colour schemes or anything like that. So but it's always like slightly on the there's there's that there's that dark edge to it. That that not not everything's what it seems mm. or things are starting to go wrong. It's quite interesting. It's quite an interesting little thing. It's only well, maybe like five hours, five hours long. Mm. But I think, I, I don't know where I saw it. I just, I think I might have just, you know when you mindlessly sc scroll through a sale at some point? And uh, I was just scrolling through and I saw that and 
Rebecca loves 1984 as a novel. I thought, oh, it's got 1984 in the title. I'll have a look because she might like it. And then I looked at it and went, huh, that looks interesting. And then wait until it was like £3.49, I think it was. So I thought, well, you can't even... You can't even have a piss of a £3.49 these days. So <laughs> you you well, can't get a pint of beer go. for that, really, can you? Well, fucking hell, you certainly cannot. No. no. But yeah, so that was pretty good. Pretty I've just good. watched um, a trailer for it, uh, obviously, you know, quietly or whatever, so I don't know what the sound's like, but yeah. it looks a bit creepy. Yeah, it is in places. Um, and there's, there's, some, there's, some, there's a couple of really sinister bits in it, but uh, it's also it's also very funny in places, like... Um, you go to one location and the AI hasn't finished it yet. So there's characters walking around, or not walking around, they're not really animated in this village, but they're, the style of them just does not fit at all because you just you've gone to sleep and he's tried to, like, because you've you finished the first adventure, what they deem too quickly, mm. and they're kind of upset because they thought they'd done some really good puzzles and that for you, but you've done it too quickly. So they hurry together a bigger section overnight, and it's clearly not finished or hasn't been play tested, or the the assets don't quite match, and they start getting slightly upset at that. But uh, some of the characters are really fucking weird, mm. really weird in it. But uh, it, yeah, it's a little bit. Mm. interesting i'll say i've never heard of that game before so no it was nice it's nice to occasionally find something little that's enjoyable uh that's cheap yeah that that you might miss because i like to keep you know i like to keep your fingers on the throbbing pulse of things yeah but that yeah that that completely uh escaped me so that was good well you you like i think you fair to say you like some your indie games and stuff i remember you you know used to chat about them and your sort of walking simulators and all that kind of jazz yeah i do i do like me a walk forward and get told stuff thing yeah can't deny that have they done many i mean they were all over the place at one point have they done many more of those Uh, um none that i've tried or been aware of have been that good since they had that little cluster of things like um, Gone Home, Firewatch, uh, Sova. All, all Gone Into the Rapture or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's Gone to the everyone's Rapture. Everyone's Gone to yeah. the Rapture. They've got a new game yeah, they all came at some out. point, haven't they? Um, yeah, set on an oil rig or something, isn't it? That, called under the, is it Under the Waves, maybe? Something like that. Oh, probably. Still, still wakes the deep. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> there was a water motif. That'll do. Yeah, so um, we'll see what that's like. So I, I still haven't played. Everyone's got, everybody's gone to the Rapture. So um. I know why a lot of people don't like that, but it, for me, it was just novel seeing a recreation of, of England in a game that was actually felt quite English. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very slow though. Very slow movement could have been could have done with being a wee bit quicker. Mm. Very good. You got anything else? Uh, that is me done. Awesome. What, 56 hours washing vans not enough for you? <laughs> um, well, there you go. I mean, to be fair, I was going to say, Becca has done better with her presence in the past when she bought you an OLED telly. I mean, it's a bit of a come down, fucking lawnmower simulator. She needs. She, <laughs> Clearly, I am on the way out. <laughs> she needs to up her game a little bit, I think, didn't she? And she didn't pay full whack for it either. It was it was probably dirt cheap, unsurprisingly. Yes. Um, oh, that, sorry, lawnmower simulator. Worst pop-in I've seen in a PlayStation 5 game. <laughs> Because let's not pretend it was ever made for the PlayStation Five. It was by the by the the fact that you oh, you've got one job in that game: cut grass. That stuff pops in about four foot in front of your fucking lawnmower. Yeah, I like flat it. green texture. Oh, grass. <laughs> like I said, I know Dave likes those games. In fact, I'm sure he's written a review of it um, on the website. I'm just going to have a quick look now. I know we haven't got time, but. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Dave, if you listen to this and you're offended, but I mean, fucking hell, there's better ones out there. I know what you're going for, that kind of thing, but that's just rubbish. Yeah, never mind. Um, okay, cool. Right, well, I think we've got about 10 minutes left, but so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to our retro corner. So last time I picked uh, Spy Hunter, which is a game I wanted to talk about just bring back a few memories from my childhood so it's your turn to pick a game from your childhood so what uh what do you want to remember this episode i am remembering daily thompson super test 128 for the spectrum 128k Ooh, uh, yeah 48k rubber keyboard people 
you stop at the door, Sonny Jim. You're not coming into this bad boy. <laughs> uh, so, what, tell us about this game. What what um, what what sort of like tickles your uh, nostalgia area? It, well. <laughs> I got my first computer, which was a Spectrum, obviously, because it would have been really weird if I got a Spectrum game in there and I, and I, and I had something you else. You got a Commodore, yeah. Um, yeah, I got a double pack, which had Technician Ted and the NeverEnding... No, it didn't. It had Daily Thompson Super Test and uh, NeverEnding Story in it. Um, I thought Technician Ted was the pack-in, but I've just realised that was a separate game. So, that was the two pack-ins. I think it was the last... One of the last 128k packings before the James Bond plus two pack came out, mm. which a couple of people uh, got. But um, yeah, so I had three games to play on, on Christmas Day. Never Ending Story was a text adventure. I was not interested at all. Technician Ted is a version of Jet Set Willy. That was too hard. And that left me with Daily Thompson Super Test, uh, which is the sort of semi-sequel to Daily Thompson's Decathlon. Yeah. And prequel to Daily Thompson's Olympic Challenge. Yep. I do believe. Um, and it is your track and field style game where obviously nowadays you just hammer away at two buttons that are a centimetre apart on your joypad. Then you had to waggle a furiously massive black joystick like you were wanking a donkey. Um, and it was, the, it was the first game that I ever played with my dad. So, which was... Which, which, yeah, there's a few. My dad was never a big computer game player, but we played a few games together, mm. um, and this was the first. Um, and yeah, back in the, it just reminds me a lot. Back in the day, um, I'm sat there waggling the joystick, wanking off the donkey. <laughs> he was just sat in my bedroom smoking because that's what parents did in the early eighties. Uh, then he'd have a go, and he'd probably outwaggle me because he could outwank a donkey. <laughs> uh, yeah, and but then one day I caught him. Well, I got home from school a bit earlier than I used to, and I, and I heard this this noise from upstairs. Oh dear! And uh, yes, he was playing it without me. Oh, oh cheating that on was you! His trick, exactly. That was his trick. Practicing. I thought that you know, the reason I can't. Well, I'm never going to beat him because he had adult arms, and I had little fucking, you know, five year old fucking noodle arms. So I'm never going to waggle a joystick as well, especially them bastards, because. I had a, uh, a Kempston. Oh, yeah. Remember when you had to choose the joystick type from, an, uh, from a... Um, you couldn't just say joystick. It was like, have you got a cheetah joystick? A Kempston. Yes. Or are you on Interface 2 or something? And Kempston's had a lot of um, a lot of give. So those things probably went... Oh, let me say that's 45. They probably went a good, like, 25 degrees in either direction. Oh, that's a lot of play to get your waggle on. Mm. So he was always going to be better than me. Um so yeah, we used to play that. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like co-op at the same time. It was one player do does one event, one player do, and then the other person tries. You get three lives, uh, like track and field. So it's a series of random events, and they are fucking random in this game. Uh, off the top of my head, there's rowing. Uh, should, I ta- should I tell you what, what there is? Or go on then. So like you said, the, the, Z- the ZX Spectrum 48K version only had eight events. Uh, <laughs> which were cycling, giant slalom, penalties, pistol shooting, rowing, ski jumping, springboard diving, and tug of war. Whilst the 128K had four additional events of the 100 meters hurdles, javelin, sprint, and triple jump. Wow, that's not really that that much extra because those events all look exactly yeah. the same. But there's, <laughs> they're all set on the same red strip with green with green grass and. Uh, what looked like static in the background that's that's supposed to be a crowd um yeah i watched a replay of it it takes about 20 minutes to go through the whole thing mm. uh and the events to be fair varied in quality uh all the track side ones you play exactly as you'd expect them to and then random stuff like penalties which uh when i watched it back this time it's like because you have to waggle your joystick to run as quickly as you can in the box and then you hold down the fire button it chooses an angle to shoot at but I don't know, I can't remember how you chose if it went left or right or what height it was or what, did the angle mean the angle to the left, to the right, up or what? It made no sense to me at all. Um, but I was more concerned with the fact that the dot, which represents you on the top top view, uh, as it runs in, like a radar screen, as it runs into the penalty spot, was running from like the halfway line, it felt like. I was like, in real life, people don't tend to do run-ups quite that far. <laughs> yeah. 
So penalties was hard. Slalom was the hardest. Uh, Tug of War was mad. Tug of War had the worst crowd sound out of the whole game. There wasn't really much in the way of crowd sound. But uh, when he won the Tug of War, um, yeah, all, I think it's just someone blowing a raspberry. I think that's the crowd sound is just someone blowing a raspberry and it's been spectrumified yeah. into some kind of noise. That was quite hard. The only thing I could really... Two things that stand out is that the cycling was a 40-second event. And when you're like five, waggling one of those fucking joysticks for 40 seconds, <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah. So I used to waggle it, and then I'd used to turn the telly over and watch telly. Mm. Just watch telly for like a minute, and then turn over, and it turns out that I'd won. Right. So that, that was good. And shooting. For some reason, I was really, really good at the shooting. The shooting is... it's. Um, so there's six type pistol shooting. Is that a thing as well? I thought it's usually clay pigeon shooting or or is that just pistol shooting? I didn't realise um, that was an event. Don't know. Don't know. But anyway, yeah. So like uh I think it's six six targets, one spins round and you have to guide the cursor to near the bullseye and press fire. And you get more points the closer you are to the bullseye. And that was you press down because it was like inverse X, Y axis axis. Press down and then press uh Actually, both both um, axes were inverted. So if you if the right hand side one came up, you have to press down to go up and then left to go right for whatever reason, mm. and then press fire. But I was really good at getting absolute top whack scoring that my dad used to get frustrated to fuck, and you know he was serious because he'd be. Sm- but he was like, when he was joy gaming, he'd smoke while just holding the joystick. Mm. When he was serious though, that cigarette went on the on the computer <laughs> desk, just stood on its end. <laughs> And, he, and he'd let it burn all the way down. Uh, That's when you knew he was thinking, you little fucker. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's when you knew when you when I had him. Yeah. And what I didn't realise at the time is, is that once you've done your 12 events and you win, you only come first. There's no second or third. Mm. Why? Who knows? You get your little firework display that again sounds like a fart. <laughs> and you just start through the events again. What I never realised until I watched the video is that the qualification standard goes up. It gets harder. So it would have actually been nice to have seen how far I could get through the game. But I just took it that, yay, I've won You're gold, doing... right, see you later, bye. Yeah. Unless he beat me. But, but no, uh, there, there, was, there was hours, hours spent doing the play, play that with my dad at home was cool. Yeah, that's nice memories. Um, yeah, I, we're talking about joysticks, I always had a Kempston because I always thought they looked cool. Uh, I did have a quick shot. Yeah, red, red and black, weren't they? Yeah, I had a quick shot at one point, but the, it was the yeah. micro... Um, what do you call them? The, not the microchips. Micro switches. Micro switches. Yeah, my dad used to repair mine because he had micro switches in the garage for some reason. So I'd broke a few. Yeah. And he'd go out in the garage and then come back and it'd work again. But I remember there was a, like, I don't know, Kempston Quick Shot 3 or something like that, which is what, or 2, was the one I, I started I, off I with. Two, it was yeah. one of those joysticks with, um, it wasn't very, like, uh, very square. And then they did the Quick Shot 3 and it was, like, curved had like a curvy base and like a curved handle. Looked like something out of Flight of the Navigator. Mm. And I was after one of them for ages. And I think I got one of them as well. And it's like, oh, this is the future. This is the future where things are smooth and curvy. Yeah. Like a proper fucking dildo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think on that note, we'll probably <laughs> call it. Because we're almost out of time. But no, that's great. That's uh, really nice memories. And to be, it, there must have been a thing about that and dad's joysticks and dad's because my dad used to fix my Kempston as well with the micro switches broke. So cool. There you go. Um, yeah. Um, well, there you go. That uh, that was our show. Uh, like I said, it's about sixty minutes or so. So um, thank you very much for listening. Thanks to you, mate. Again, as always, um, it's been nice. Well, chatting. Thanks for having me. I can't believe how quickly the time goes, you know. I know. I was thinking, God, we've got ages, and now it's like we've got a minute left, so. Yeah. But there you go. Done it. We've done it. Bang on the money again. Yeah. All right, then. Right, well, check out the website, 60mw.co.uk, uh, all the podcasts, and check us out uh, on our uh, 60MW Spotlight Reflection movie show. Uh, there's lots of those coming, so uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.